and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today, we're talking about some hacks to help you let go of perfectionism. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am so good. I am in Walla Walla. And I'm full of pot stickers, <laughs> and I'm doing just great. <laughs> that, that's always good fuel for podcasting. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I want you to know I didn't want to um, enter our recording session half semi-comatose from caloric <laughs> intake. So I stopped at 17 pot stickers instead of going for 23. <laughs> <laughs> it was that a hard is, decision. It was quite a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> that is so absurd. Oh, man. They are so good. <laughs> well, and the thing is, for our listeners who have not had a meal with Janine, Janine does not eat much. <laughs> right. And, I get full really fast. <laughs> yeah. And when you get full, you're like full and you can't take another bite. Right. Like, you'll have one bite of food left on your plate of something that you loved, and you won't eat it because you're full. Right. Like, every other person would eat it. (laughs) And there's something magical about these pot stickers. I can just eat and eat. and They just fill in the corners. Yeah. After three um, servings of six, that's when I'm full, and but I have, like, 3% room left and that's when I usually go for the next order because they're so good (laughs) but today I stopped (laughs) and then as I was leaving I was sad oh that I hadn't gone for the next six but I'll go back well yeah Uh, but I would like to congratulate you on stopping when you were full even though you hadn't had enough thank you and I I really did it for the podcast I mean part of me (laughs) Wanted to eat 24 or 23 for the podcast, just so I could brag about it. But <laughs> I let good sense shine through. <laughs> so again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And if, if readers are interested in a fuller discussion of pot stickers, which I doubt they are, we had a very long one in another episode, and I can put a link to that in the show notes just in case. <laughs> Yeah, I think we had a we had not only a long discussion, but I think a photo and mm-hmm. I got a great a, photo today of a serving. Oh, you did! It was beautiful. You texted it to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's nice to have special things for when you go to Walla Walla. That's right. It's a special place. Right. It's sort of funny because. Um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today, one of the anti-perfectionist hacks was to get in touch with what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And it seems like in this case, usually what's important to you is eating more pot stickers. 
<laughs> but when you took a moment to like really check in with yourself, like being awake and not uncomfortable while recording this episode, like shown through as what you were, what was really important. Really important. To you. Wow, that was. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. That was so full of insight, and the way you tied those things together was very impressive because literally I didn't know where you were going with it (laughs) I couldn't couldn't decide if if you were going to say that usually it's important to me to not overeat and be comfortable but when I'm at this restaurant what's important to me is eating as many pot stickers as possible and then I guess (laughs) the second then the the second layer the new layer of that was that the podcast was the most important thing (laughs) and so yeah Yeah, but no, you're. It's so true, though, that knowing what's important to you that can that that is a great way to guide your behavior. Yeah, it it really is, and it it is in a lot of different respects, and not just in situations where um, you have a tendency to overindulge, like whether it's with food or um, I don't I don't know. Alcohol, alcohol or spending, you know, buying things, um, you know, all the places where it's it's easy for people to overindulge. Um, you know, that's obviously that's a great place to ask yourself what's important to you, um, and, and particularly not what's important to you in this moment, but what's important to you. Um, looking into the future a little bit and even further into the future, you know, mm-hmm. down the road. Um, particularly if something is a is a regular issue like that, overindulgence. Mm-hmm. But besides that, just getting in touch with what's important to you generally will help you stop being perfectionistic about things that ultimately are not that important to you. Right, because if everything were of equal importance, it would be very hard to, for somebody who has perfectionist tendencies to differentiate between those things that merit extra effort and those things that don't, right? Right. But if you're in touch with what's important to you, you can give those important things more attention than the less important things. Yes, yes. And, I, you know, the, the <laughs> example that always comes up for me is the kitchen, Mm-hmm. And um, and how this idea in particular really helped me a lot in letting go of my perfectionistic tendencies and keeping things clean and wanting the kitchen cleaned in a particular way. And, you know, because ultimately I like having a clean kitchen, but that's not what's important to me. Having... F- a family, a loving family who live in peace and harmony is more. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Well, it's such a perfect example. I mean, it's the reason that you always come back to it. I love that example because it's it's something a lot of people can relate to, I think. And it's also, um, to me anyway, so clear that having a happy family is more important than having a super clean kitchen. Because your kitchen's always clean. It's not. Right. That it's not a matter of squalor versus cleanliness. Right. It's a matter of like shiny, perfectly clean versus definitely clean enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the, and and that brings up the next thing, which is asking yourself, is it good enough? Mm-hmm. Because it is. Probably. Yeah. Usually it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not always, but it usually, yeah. It's, I'm trying to think of the things that I have a tendency, because I, you know, I think this podcast is rubbing off on me. Yay. I think that's I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm, tr- I'm having a much harder time coming up with things that I get perfectionistic about. Oh, that's terrific. That's terrific. Yeah. I, I actually have an example of when I think good enough isn't good enough, where you can do better, one can do better, oh, uh-huh. and that is typos. I was just mm. looking at an organizer's website in another state today, and almost fell off my chair. There were so many typos in the opening pop-up uh, that was like two oh. paragraphs long. Yikes. Yeah, and I thought to myself, this isn't good enough. I don't know this person, and um, yeah. she's not asking my opinion. <laughs> but <laughs> this isn't good enough. Um, so there are times where, you know, in terms of like presenting yourself professionally, I think that, you know, that might be right. where, or at least that's where I tend to put my attention or try to. But, yeah, um, well, and I, and I think, you know, there's, it's, it's interesting you say that because I've been um, working on the power sheets that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I noticed a typo in there. Oh, in the, in the type, in the typeset copy? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. How interesting. Yeah. And it was interesting because I thought, ooh, a typo. And then I was really surprised that, like, how did this get through? I'm sure there must have been multiple layers of editing. How did it get through there? But I, it, I think I there are definitely times when I would have let that color my experience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's sort of a, the odds are there's going to be a typo in just about anything. Most of yeah. the time we don't notice them. Right, um, and there are a lot of words in that, in the PowerSheets book. A yeah. lot of words. Many, many, lots of opportunity for typos, unlike the typos I was talking about on the website. Right. Right. And so, uh, yeah. you know, that's the that's the difference. Like, you don't have to go over and over and over and over something because you worry that there's a typo that you've missed. Right. And it's really useful to proofread and perhaps someone, have someone else proofread if you're not good at catching your own typos, which right. most of us aren't very right. good at it. Right, and there's that whole. There are those commercials. Have you seen them? I don't usually watch commercials because um, the way I consume television. But in Walla Walla, I do. And is it Geico or some company? No, it's not Geico. I don't know who it is. Um, has a set of commercials about things not being good enough. It's like you're the, a surgeon who walks in the operating room and says, "Hey, I got my license reinstated today." Oh. That's, not, <laughs> that's not the surgeon you want. Or there was an accountant who said, "I'll get to your taxes just as soon as I get through my own audit." <laughs> and um, so, oh. uh, yeah, there's a fun, it's a funny bunch of commercials, and it's a good point that there are standards uh-huh. that we need, but uh, but um, we certainly don't need perfect in most things. Right. Right. Well, and you know, the, you're just doing an amazing job. You're like setting me up to have these amazing segues. I have to it's say as that. though we actually talked about this in advance, which we didn't. It's amazing. <laughs> 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 well, let's hear the segue. 
so that that so the thing that you need to know is like or the thing that's good to notice is when are you in perfectionist mode Mm -hmm. you know like so how do you know the difference between doing a reasonable edit of your work and when have you gone into um being perfectionistic and and you know i think that the definition that works well for that is are you putting more time into something than it merits Mm -hmm. exactly like an email or a text a text probably might not merit especially on a phone when it's so hard to back up and fix texts (laughs) Um, right uh, a super edit although it's not that i mean it's nice when there are understand when it's understandable yeah, but uh, so this uh, this is I'm ridiculously proud of the mm-hmm. fact that I don't go back and fix all of my errors text. and texts. Do I you used fix to some of them. I only fix it if um, if it makes it hard to understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. Um, when you, well, that's interesting and, and good for you and. I, you and I exchange our share of texts, and I will say I yeah. haven't noticed that you... Oh, usually it's an autocorrect. Uh-huh. Um, and I won't go back and fix it if it if you can still get the gist of what I'm saying. Right. And every now and then, not with you and specifically, but I have to ask somebody what... You can tell yeah, it's like, an autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that supposed to be? Yeah, that made no sense at all. Right, I had um, one just the other day where I, I figured it out just after I retyped the two words that didn't go make any sense at all. And I'm um, looking, scrolling really fast to see if I can find it. But, of course, no, I don't find it. Um, but, yeah, so good. Yeah, that's an example, right, of where yeah. if you were getting super perfectionistic and going back and fixing um, your punctuation in your texts, that might be giving it more than it merits. Right. Although I have to say I um, had an autocorrect, which I left in because it makes me laugh every time I look at it, is I um, was writing down some of my goals for 2020, and one of them is to read a certain number of nonfiction books except for it autocorrected to non-fission books non non what fission yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i left that because it makes me laugh every time i look at it yeah that's great um (laughs) uh, just a teeny aside because you talked about your goals did you come up with a word of the year that you want to share Yes, my word of the year is cultivate. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. so. That's so. Um, 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 oh, I can't think of the right verb. Um, fraught was the first verb. It's not the one I wanted. <laughs> um, replete. I mean, just there's just mm-hmm. so much possibility with it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and the, and what it means to me is that. I want to cultivate what I already have. Um, yeah, that's the that's where it really stands out to me. And uh, all of the sort of gardening, the whole gardening metaphor, really works well for what that word means to me and how I want it to serve me during the year. 
Wonderful. Maybe we can try to remember at the end of the year to have an episode where we talk about how our years, words of the year worked out for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. As compared to this year, I mean, 2019, where I couldn't even remember my word of the year. Right, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I found the typo in the text. It was uh, with a friend we were talking about yoga, and she said it was a little change hung for me. But I'm happy oh. I did it. And like change hung, change hung, change. Oh, challenging. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of like a um, a little brain teaser. Yeah, it's good for our brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but you know what's interesting that you bring up word of the year, and I swear to God that we did not plan all of this, but it is all tied <laughs> together very nicely. Yay. Um, is that having that word of the year and using it as the filter through which I look at things will also help me recognize if I'm being perfectionistic. That your specific word of the year? I, I think any word of the year. Oh, I see. I mean, and, having it be the filter, right? Because it helps you get in touch with what's important to you, first of all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, so it it becomes sort of a shortcut to what's important to you. And then, you know, sort of choosing how to how to best move forward. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's nice. And I don't know if I mentioned what I came up with word for my word of the year, but and it's intention. Oh, it was going to be intentional, but I shortened it to intention. Yeah. And um, that feels really good to me. Good. Hope, yes. That's great. It's so nice to have, and I'm I'm looking forward to this because it. I don't. I we talked about this very recently about how, um, you know, sort of having so many different ways of looking at your goals and what you want to do and how you want to be and all of that. It got sort of complicated and overwhelming, and. Um, I feel really good about having this word to just keep returning to over and over again. And like, does, is, is what I'm doing fit with this? Yes. It's like, it's like, uh, having a little, little, mm, I was going, mm, having trouble. I keep coming up with words that sound more negative than I mean. I was going to say a little secret weapon in your pocket, but that, that sounds uh negative. It sounds too violent like a little talisman in your pocket right where you can just go back and I'll refer to it yeah it feels very good so yay yay it's gonna be a good yeah. year I think I think so yeah 2020 yeah feels like the future it does feel so much feel like the future <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's an election year a census year an Olympic year it's a big year it is yeah my 30th oh, wedding anniversary a- oh my goodness mm-hmm yeah, lots going on. I forgot it was an Olympic year. Yeah. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. And leap year. Uh, oh, it's also a leap year? Yep. Wow. Yep, I know. I feel like there should be an eclipse, too, but I don't think there is. <laughs> there's probably a lunar there is. eclipse. No, there's an eclipse in, oh, maybe it's 2022. I was going to say there's going to be an eclipse in St. Louis, but it might be 2022. It's a it's a Hamilton year in St. Louis. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Uh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, Do we have any other hacks? A, yeah. the The other thing that we wanted to talk about is that um, you know, sort of one of the other ways to to recognize when you're in perfectionist mode is like when you're struggling to start something or finish it. If you find yourself sort of in resistance or overwhelm. Uh, those are all pretty good clues that you're being perfectionistic. Mm-hmm. And just recognizing that is a huge step to letting it go in that moment. Yes. Yeah. And then you can use these other things to help you let it go. You know, asking yourself, is it good enough? Um, getting in touch with what's important to you and, and have, are, have you honored that? Have you reached that? Um, and then, and if it's that you're overwhelmed or resistant and haven't even been able to start, remembering that something is better than nothing. Right. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I, um, like I said, I've been working on my power sheets and uh, I wrote that note to myself multiple times <laughs> in, the, in my prep work for mm. coming up with my goals that something is better than nothing right and done is better than perfect exactly yeah. which i think was the name of our first episode if i'm remembering correctly yes it was yes the one of our listeners um messaged me and said that she had a little song that she made up for herself about done is better than perfect <laughs> um, but I couldn't get her to share it with me. <laughs> I was maybe I thought maybe she could call the hotline and sing it, and then we could play it on the uh, podcast. Oh, I'll have to work on her. That would be great. <laughs> because I want a song for "Done Is Better Than Perfect." Yeah, I want her song for "Done Is Better Than Perfect." <laughs> you don't want to make I, up your own, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please tell yeah. her. Tell her to sing it on the phone to us. Yeah. And then maybe she could do a second verse of something is better than nothing. There you go. Oh, yeah. It could be a YouTube sensation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we have other listeners out there who, you know, can do things musically and could make a song for us. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I like it. That would make 2020 a really special year on top of all those other things. Right. Yeah. That might be the most special thing of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any any other anti-perfectionist things you, know, you can think I of? Think a short and sweet and easy to remember list like we just did is wonderfully satisfactory. Yes. It is absolutely good enough. Absolutely. Great. Well, so what about you, our listeners? Um, how do you know when you're getting perfectionistic? And what are your tricks for getting out of that perfectionist mindset? You can let us know by calling the hotline 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. That's also a great place to call and sing a song to us about <laughs> done is better than perfect or something is better than nothing. Um, 
And you can also uh, contact us on social media at we're at Getting to Good Enough on Facebook and Instagram and at GTG Enough on Twitter. And then, of course, you can always find us on our website, gettingtogoodenough.com, where you can comment on the show notes. Um, I think that's it for now. This is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams, currently in Walla Walla, Washington. (laughs) And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I think you're right. Shorter is better than longer. (laughs) Yes.